Welcome back to the All Things Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Julian. I'm here with my co-host, co-producer, Small Town EP. I got big friend of the show, big guest, Ev. What up, Ev? What up, what up, what up, what up? Hey, I, we good, man. I know that um, the last time we had you on, because forgive me if I'm wrong, once before or twice before? This is my third time. Thrice, yeah. I was okay, twice thrice. before. So the second time, okay. So the first time that you're a familiar face here, they they should know you. Yeah, yeah you know, I'm a regular. You know what I mean? It, so Kev is a. Now nah, go ahead. He got. Hey, by the way, I want to point this out. Ev, Ev is Ev is is a great father. First, before he knows anything about sports or anything like that. He is, he's a great father. He's in my top three lists. Uh, uh, excuse me, top five lists. Sorry, of, of fathers. Top he's top five. So if there is any type of uh, distraction or any kid running with a Buffalo Bills jersey, a Knicks jersey around, we're going to love and support that. And we here at the All Things Sports Podcast love your family. So embrace it. Get up and give my son like a supportive look like, you know, he's walking around with that, that heartbreak Jake face on, but he'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, for context and those listening, he is a Bills fan. He had a white, a beautiful, brand-new white Josh Allen jersey. Um, it's it's as seen yeah, on the cover of Madden. <laughs> on the cover of Madden 24. Just took that win uh, on Monday Night Football today. But uh, EP, man, what's good? How you been, dog? Man, I'm fabulous. This just been a beautiful week in football, beautiful week in sports. The week is trending up for me with the bookies. So, I mean, I can't complain. I can't complain. Welcome, I could with gentlemen. the Chiefs loss, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Welcome, gentlemen, to the 0-1 Club. Happy to have you here. <laughs> EP, EP kicked us off on Thursday night. <laughs> Jets fans here. I'm sorry. Bills fans here, Bills fans near and there, Bills fans everywhere ended the night in the 0-1 club. Uh, and along the way, the Colts and the Giants found themselves as well in the 0-1 club. It's a lot to talk about in this football week, as you said. Beautiful is a, is a, is a, is a different word. It was a lot, of, a lot of good games and fun matchups. There was some sloppy play throughout the week. Uh, but football being back in itself is beautiful. So, yes, we will go with that one. Uh, where do you guys want to start? I think we start back on uh, on on Friday. I'm Excuse me, I said Friday. On Sunday with the 1 o'clock games, did anything stick out to you guys as well? Because I have a list of, of things that I tweeted, and uh, I, I'll go through them if you don't mind, and uh, you guys give me your takeaways from Sunday. So Yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. All right, sounds good. So I didn't realize I tweeted this much today, by the way. My first takeaway is that Anthony Richardson is going to be good. Uh, Colts played the Jacksonville Jaguars, who have a fast, young, stifling defense with two really good pass rushers. Um, They have a young corner who ended up getting a a costly interception, timely one for the Jaguars in, in route to winning the game ultimately but anthony richardson showed a lot of promise and he showed uh you know what can be what can be once he gets everything down packed and you know finds his way in this league i think that his future is bright uh and and as a colts fan who 
is watching now the seventh starter in the seventh straight year on his team. And this one seems to be the guy that hopefully can play for the next seven to 10 to 12 for us. Uh, this is, this is exciting. The Patriots defense is also legit. Um, they started off embarrassing against the Eagles and it, it looked like it was going to be a long day out there for Mac Jones and crew. Uh, they ended up losing, but they held the Eagles in the second half to, to minimal points and, and uh, showed that I don't know if it was, you know, the starters not playing for the Eagles and they were rusty or uh, it's just a product of like Matt Judon and those guys, you know, and Bill Belichick really knowing the game plan and uh, following it. My next note is that Calvin Ridley is wide receiver one. We saw Calvin Ridley put in work coming back from a suspension uh, for a whole year and, and looking like he never missed any time. It looked like this is week five for him and he was already in third gear. So shout out to Calvin Ridley. Uh, a Broward boy. The Broncos going to Bronco. DK Metcalf is still immature. Jordan Love has it. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but in my opinion, I think Jordan Love has it. Uh, Justin Fields does not. The winner of the NFC South should forfeit their playoff spot. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was part one of my takeaways. And part two of my takeaways, not to take too much time from you guys, uh, Tua to Hill. Tua to Tyreek is unstoppable. It's 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 evident that this Dolphins offense is explosive in itself, but you put a guy like Tyreek Hill on a football field and give him whatever you need, he's gonna get you, he's gonna get you that 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 hundred yards. He's gonna get you them touchdowns. Uh, the Bengals got to figure it out. Zach Taylor wasn't the best coaching job of your career with the Bengals. Uh, you, I, I think that the Bengals are at a spot, uh, much like the Bills, where they win uh, in the regular season. They have good division success, get to the tail end of the playoffs, ultimately can't win. Um, to the Bengals' credit, they did go to the Super Bowl and did beat the Chiefs in route. So you, you, you give them some slack there. But uh, they haven't won, ultimately, a Super Bowl. So it's like... I feel like them and the Bills are kind of comfortable right now with being in the limelight, being in the top of the AFC contention without having even won anything. And I think they need to be careful with their complacency. This might be the last year that T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and Boyd uh, play on the same team together. Um, oh, the Lions are going to be hard to beat every week. That's one of my notes. Uh, on, win, man. lose, or draw. I think they're going to be competitive. I think they're going to be tough and play smash mouth football behind their coach. And uh, Jared Goff, he plays well against Patrick Mahomes, but he also just plays well. And he's done that for the last, say, 10 weeks of football or so uh, that he's seen. Um, right, right. And in, in, in like a few hundred completions, exactly. So shout out to him. EP, you know where I'm going with this one. Titans are... Frauds. Thank you, sir. Uh, we knew this. I put that in parentheses. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did want to notate that the Bucks are undefeated in the Baker Mayfield era. Shout out to them. I don't know how much longer we're going to have that for, but uh, I oh, mean, hey, they, they they come out and say, hey, look, look, Mike Evans, <laughs> we ain't paying you, buddy. We got we to gotta figure shit out around here before we start giving guys money. Um because we don't know if we're going to go, you know, one and one and 16 or if we're going to contend. 
we do have a winnable division. Is Baker Mayfield going to get us to the promised land? And then my last note. So I have two more. Kirk. I, just Kirk, question mark, question mark. And uh, hey, Lamar. With a, I put like a stone face, like a weird, like straight face. Like Lamar, I mean, Ravens got the win and, and Baltimore didn't look too bad, but there was some sloppy play. Uh, and that could have been, again, as a result of not seeing any time in the preseason. But, uh, you know, we'll see. I, I think the season's going to be fun. It'll be, uh, it'll be something that is going to ramp up week in, week out. Hopefully, you know, guys can stay healthy. We know that this is a physical league. Um, and, and you hate to see something like you did tonight with Aaron Rodgers getting hurt in his third or fourth snap in his Monday Night Football uh, Jets debut. It doesn't look good, but uh, the Jets did get the dub against that Bills team who has a quarterback 0-5 in overtime. I'm going to leave it to you guys now. I feel like I've done my part, said what I feel about just a big recap on week one before we really, really dive into it. What are some of your takeaways, EP, and then we'll get to Ev. Uh, yeah, my first one was Kirk picks up where he left off because, I mean, <laughs> with a home loss again. Uh, I, I've never been too high on Kirk. Um, I will definitely agree with you on the question mark because that's all that you can really say about that. Um, disappointed in your Colts, but just as bad as I'm disappointed in my Chiefs as well. But um, I really had you guys coming out in a home opener and showing out like you guys did last year against, you know, the Chiefs. Um the Steelers, Whew. the Steelers, the Steelers, the Steelers lost me a lot of money this weekend. Don't know what the fuck they were doing, where they were. I'm not sure what happened. It was probably one of the worst performances that I've seen the Mike Tomlin coach team display on a football field. Um, I understand you got Kenny Pickett, a guy that came off of, you know, two concussions in an eight in an eight game span. But hey, Tua did the same thing and it looked a lot worse on them last year. And he balled out. You're not right? going to let him live. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, the, the Seahawks losing to the Rams was just very nasty work, in my opinion. Um, I don't think anyone really saw that happening. I, I actually think that the Seahawks could uh, possibly win that, uh, that NFC West, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and my Chiefs will be all right. That's those are my takeaways from the weekend. Ev, uh, I think my takeaways are some contenders really solidify themselves as legit contenders. The 49ers going on the road and taking care of the Steelers. I mean, in blowout fashion, the Steelers are always competent. They 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 never look horrible. You know what I mean? And they look bad early. That game was over as soon as it started. Um. I hate to fucking say it. The Cowboys did the same thing. Um, a team, though, that their playoff success doesn't really show that much, but they're expected to be up there towards the top of the NFC, and they proved just that kind of dismantling the Giants early right. as soon as that game started. So um, for me, it was just a little bit of separation from, you know, that, the, that those tier one teams, the 49ers, the Cowboys, and – I think I got the Dolphins in there as a tier one team. That's my that's my big takeaway. You know, um, granted they played against the the Los Angeles Chargers, who don't have a home field advantage at all. Like that's everybody else's crib but their own. 
But yeah, uh, <laughs> tough game. Tua coming, Tua coming back off of however many concussions I can't count, and he probably can't count. <laughs> um, but Tyreek Hill's always open, two hundred yards, two touchdowns, and the offensive firepower is crazy. They got Vic Fangio now, defensive coordinator. Um, when it came down to the fourth quarter, they you know um, that last drive for the Chargers. They got there. They sacked Justin Herbert twice. They took care of business. Um, and I think if, if Tua could keep his head on his shoulders and not bouncing off the pavement, I, I, I see them up there as a legit contender because he has just as much arm strength, accuracy, yards, touchdown passes as any of the top QBs in the league. Yeah, I, I, I like that. Uh, I like that take, and I respect that about the Dolphins. Um, last year... Hey, can I? It wasn't for. No, you're good. Uh, We just got Adam Schefter on Twitter X, whatever you want to call it. Jets head coach Robert Salat told reporters that he believes Aaron Rodgers suffered an Achilles injury, and it's not good. Not good. Tor Tor Achilles or Achilles strain? Achilles injury. That's what you know. They got to play it. Listen, you know what's good. And think about it, Aaron Rodgers at the age he's at, bro. That's just unfair, man. Unfair. And so I didn't want to bring this up uh, earlier, but I was thinking about this on. A, I was walking home. Uh, you know, I took one of those walks, and and I was just pondering. I was like, you know, all training camp and off season, the NFL wasn't hit with like the injury you know like i feel like every year you know guys go down every year regardless but there's always that one or two maybe even three sometimes where you're just like no not like not him like no and i for correct me if i'm wrong i don't think we've had that to this point um and for it to happen this way you know after a beautiful weekend of football Monday night, a debut, a new face in a new place, a legend, a quarterback for a team that's never had a great quarterback in the last, you know, 30 years. Like, that's that's got to fucking hurt. That's all I know. And, and now the Jets, who, not to cut you off, but season's over, bro. Is it? Is season's it? over. Season's over. Wow. Let's be let's be serious. Are you talking about signing a free agent? Are you are you thinking about outside the lines, or what are you thinking? There was there was about a game out of there was about a game game and a half out of the playoffs last year with Zach Wilson. Um, the, the, my opinion, the Bills the Bills might not be as good as they were last year. We don't got Von Miller to at least week six. You know what I mean? I mean, it, the division's up there for grabs for them. I wouldn't say the season's over. Mm-hmm. I would just say they have a real big challenge to overcome. Um, but to call so, it over now, especially after how they pulled out the victory at home in a situation where most teams would fold, they pulled out a win in overtime against the Bills, the leader of that division, the winner of the division the last four seasons in a row. I wouldn't call them dead yet, no sir. <clears throat> so let's get into it then since we're here. Um I, I, I hear you, but Zach Wilson is not the guy. We know this. I, I understand. I understand that. Oh, cool. I understand that Aaron Rodgers is here now. There's a mentorship. There's that extra 
you know, motivation behind Zach Wilson after feeling like he lost a job. And now he got it back. It's all in front of Zach Wilson. Everything he wants is for the taking. I see that. The opportunity, the talent on the team, the defense, the coaching, it's it's all there. The energy, the fans, everybody's bought in. And that's what, what's got the Jets alive and and what helped them win this game. It's a grueling, long, it gets cold, the weather gets ugly, and you're in a tough division. Now, to finish off the season, they have to play the Jets, uh, not to finish the season, but late in the season. So after, after the midway point of November, they're going to play the the Bills, then the Jets, uh, then the Dolphins, then they play Falcons, Texans, then they got the Dolphins again. And then the last game of the season is going to be against the Patriots. To me, I, I think these are just crucial spots to have to play these games. And late in the season, obviously you're not going to play all your games early versus division, but for Zach Wilson to have all that on his shoulders, knowing how much pressure has been on the New York Jets since right before they got Aaron Rodgers because everybody knew he was going there. I mean, no. To see, to, to, For me to think that Zach Wilson is going to figure it out this year, not so. But I think, I think the roster is set up in a fashion where he doesn't really need to figure it all out himself. You have, right, you have Hall, you have Cook. Um, if you could just – you have a defense that's going to hold you down – and if you could just manufacture some wins, keep games close, mm-hmm. I, think, I think they can get to a playoff spot. I, I I I beg to differ when you look at the fact that the Bills lost this game, but behind horrible quarterback playing, this is hopefully the worst game of Josh Allen this season. This is probably what we're going to see, as bad as it gets. They only scored 16 points, and the Jets only scored 22 themselves. Zach Wilson threw one touchdown, and it was a jump ball, make a fucking play for us, Garrett Wilson, please, play. They didn't stretch the ball downfield. They weren't, you know, getting guys open, you know. So it's it's not – there was nothing promising from this game to take away and say, you know what, Zach might be able to do it. They have the talent. They do. But I don't think their quarterback does. I mean, that's a fair assessment. I think the makeup of the team – may may lift him up a little bit. Again, it's yeah. easy to look bad when there was no part of Zach Wilson that thought he was playing today. Zero. <laughs> like, yeah. When my man woke up this morning, he did not put on that, that jersey thinking it's going to get dirty. You feel me? And he was still able to pull out the win. Um, and, you know, you spoke about the back half of their schedule. I'm more concerned about the, their, their first six games. Facts. I think they got the Cowboys coming up next, um, which... Please be be protected out there, <laughs> Zach Wilson. Please, you know they got the Cowboys coming up next. I think they have a, a few other tough matchups. The Chiefs might be sprinkled in there. Um, how they look after the first six weeks? If they're hovering around three and three, or the two and four, that's going to make all the difference. Um, mm-hmm. Especially when you're looking at what the back end might have. Um, I think you mentioned they got the Dolphins twice at the end. They have the Patriots, who have a tough defense, but also kind of lack that guy under center. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's a chance for them to, to make the playoffs again. We're, we're focusing on Zach Wilson. He's definitely not the guy. Like, I'm, I'm with you on that. Like, he's not the guy. But there's been plenty of other cases where quarterbacks who are not that guy are 
just okay enough to get their teams to the playoffs. I mean, Baker Mayfield went to the playoffs. Um, Daniel Jones is in the playoffs. Uh, and, and the list goes on and on. I mean, we can go back to the Buccaneers back in the day. had Chris Sims in the playoffs. Yeah, no, man. I, I, I totally, totally understand what you're saying. I, I just... And and it's possible. I'm not saying it's impossible, but but I I gotta see something because this is to me, especially even if I'm a fan, like you, you have to believe. Like, all right, what do we do? You know, what do, where do we go from here? I'm with. I'm pick someone up off the street because that should, that never. Works. <laughs> nah, you gotta stick. You gotta stick with Wilson. I mean, I I kind of I gotta agree with Ev. Uh, their last half of the season, I think, looks a little easier than their first couple games. Um, I got it pulled up in front of me. Ev. They go to Dallas, then they have New England at home, Kansas City at home, then they go to Denver, and then they have Philadelphia yeah. at home before their bye week. Um, yeah. That's that's definitely a scary bunch. Of, They're just of not games divisional games, six. though. You know what I mean? That's true. They can but lose th- those games. And- we but. We've seen them. We, I mean, they beat the Dolphins once last year, and it was a low-scoring game. I'm not going to take too much away from this game because it, it, Jets and Bills. Bills yeah, Jets and Bills games are always low-scoring games. Like this is this is a trend that we've been seeing. It's a dogfight. Obviously, it's a divisional game, and those divisional games in every division are typically dogfights. Um, but they Especially beat when Miami. The quarterback wants to give you the ball. <laughs> they beat Miami once last year. Um, and then you said they beat the Patriots once last year too, or no? No, they didn't. No, they I'm beat, lying about they that. Beat the Bills last year they too. beat the Bills last year. Yeah. I, I think they get through these first six games in, in, a, in a pretty good fashion, and I think they're set up. They win against Houston. They win against Atlanta. I mean, the, the, <laughs> the South is not that good, as we know. They win against Houston. They win against Atlanta. I think they win one of those Miami games. Um, and I think they, they sit pretty. They got Washington. Who, who what's Sam Howell gonna do? Are we taking Zach Wilson over? Uh, like, I think, I, yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> we are. No, don't listen. We're not doing this, y'all. We're not doing this. Y'all know what the Jets are with Zach Wilson on the team going into last year's season. Did we expect the Jets to be a playoff contender? No. They had a very similar I, I, roster. I was, more, I was a little bit more bullish. Their, their team's a little bit further along than they were last year, and I was more bullish on them last year coming into the season. So now with Rodgers hurt, who was kind of like, meh, last season, you know, Rodgers was not that good last year. I mean, was their team good? I mean, he won back-to-back MVPs, played for a mediocre team. Come on. No Devontae Adams. was pretty good last year. No Devontae Adams. was pretty good this past weekend. No, no, no. The team has, has come more. But but that team has come along more so than. I mean, look, that, that, I'm not going to do it like that. But they are. No, no, they have come along. They have. The Jets have come along. But my thing is, Zach Wilson has to turn a certain stone over. And he's he's he's, in my opinion, not going to do that. Now. I'm speaking very hypothetically. I'm speaking very, I don't see it. Not to say it can't happen. The Jets are poised and they have the talent to go and compete in the playoffs. 100%. I get that. But when we just take a step back and put into perspective what's really at hand with the pressure, with the media, with uh, with unexpected, you know, your offensive coordinator now has to like game plan Zach Wilson. Like, it's a total different relationship that he just built with Aaron Rodgers, and now it's like, okay, now how do I 
dumb this down for fucking Zach. I think I think yeah, turning the corner. That, that's a good point too. Especially I think turning the corner. That's true. No, I think turning the corner is a de- uh, definitely accurate, um, an accurate description. Um, can he? I think he can. Will he? Obviously, it's something. It's something. You think he but, can. Hey, what shows seeing, you that you listen, think he can, though, bro? When you're seeing that, did Brandon, you see his interception tonight? Oh, absolutely. We're watching the game together. Who did he throw it to? Who did he throw it to? Who did he throw? Who did he throw it to? I mean, he but no, just needs. Well, I think what me get... and Ever are saying is that he just needs to be a little bit better, like he was tonight. A win is going to be a win at the end of the day. So you just need Bro, to be a little bit better. They got four interceptions. They got four turnovers. I'm sorry, four turnovers. They're not going to get four turnovers. They're not going to get four turnovers a week, bro, and they're not going to get two a week. So like, defense, and you mad at them? I'm not mad at them at all. I think they're great, and I think that this has a deeper impact to the players, to the cabeza, to to just more so than, oh look, but we're still we're still. I mean, we'll see, bro. We'll see. Hey, five out of those last seven losses last year were one possession games. And two out of the three that Wilson started in were also one possession games. A little and how bit many better, guys were left open? And be. how many guys were left open? And Zach Wilson could have scored a touchdown on one play, but he missed him. A little Ask bit Elijah better. Moore. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. A Ask little Elijah bit more is all you got to be. All right. You know what? We can't get caught up. The Jets, this is actually huge news. Like, this is the biggest news of the night, biggest news of the week. Aaron Rodgers going down. It changes the trajectory. We're talking about the goddamn Jets. And Aaron Rodgers, uh, Pat McAfee, I, I would like to hear his opinion. He know he's going to have Aaron Rodgers probably next week, Tuesday. Uh, matter of fact, he's supposed to have him on Tuesdays, which is tomorrow. It'll be interesting to see if he if he shows up to the Pat McAfee show Aaron Rodgers do. Um, but hey, Aaron Rodgers, just send him to Peru, give him some of that ayahuasca or whatever <laughs> the fuck, and just let him forget it even happened. Forget it even happened. Forget it even happened. Your leg's fine. You don't feel it. Ayahuasca. Wow, man. He, I mean, you know, you know, it's just (laughs) that that Jets O-line, bro, they wasn't ready to protect the cheese, man. They wasn't ready to protect the cheese, dog. It, it was also a bad. It was it was just a, a wrong fall. Homie just landed like very foully. Not even. It's it's he got spun around on a sack and, and he had to use he had and to he use was still his trying extremity. to find his balance. He was still trying to find yeah, his footing was, as you're falling. That's a horrible move. Yeah, man. I mean, you going? Hey, and he walked off. He walked off on his own power. So, shout out to Aaron Rodgers. I I just hate to see you know. Such a vet, such a legend go down in, in a way like this. I mean, I remember when Peyton Manning – here's one thing. I remember when Peyton Manning broke his neck or whatever and had the surgery, and that was the last we saw him on the Colts. He comes back and wins the Super Bowl with Denver, you know. So it's not to say this is – and this is also an Achilles, not a neck injury, but it, it's something that at an older age uh, a quarterback was able to come back from and still – play some of uh you know the best years of his career so hopefully aaron Rodgers gets back healthy eventually and uh we could see him in this jets tenure 
blossom because man they did they did hard knocks and all that <laughs> hbo got a bag <laughs> <laughs> Brees hall had a had a a huge run as well for what could have been six but he, he kind of gassed out and had like an 80 yard 90 yard run 80 yard run or so so shout out to Brees hall coming back off the a uh, acl injury he deserved rookie of the year last year he was going to get it ended up getting hurt so it's good to see him back uh, Yo, is this a real stat? Zach Wilson has never lost to Josh Allen. I yeah, believe I think it's two and zero because last year, yeah, last year they no he's more than two and zero because who oh Mike who would have started the other game? Mike White, I think. Started Mike the White, other game. okay, yeah. Or that fool who was running around, the guy with the tats. I don't even know his name. <laughs> <laughs> running around. Who's that? I don't remember him. He played. He played the one Thursday night game against the Jaguars, and I have no clue who the man was. Okay, I got to figure that out. Hey, man, it was a couple, uh, a couple quarterbacks who started their careers in the NFL yesterday, and one being the number one overall pick, one being the number two overall pick, and one being the number four overall pick. Um, the number four overall pick had the best night of all three of them or the best day, I should say. And it's not to say Anthony Richardson balled out way more, but uh, Bryce Young did struggle through two interceptions. Jesse Bates in his debut with the Falcons, um, very impressive. But, you know, we, we, we understand that with rookie quarterbacks comes mistakes, comes interceptions, comes sloppy play at times. Um, so we'll look to see him kind of develop and, you know, clean that stuff up. That's just more so probably realizing that NFL defenses are way faster than the college defense. And those throws that you think you can make at Bama and, and in college, you know, you try that. <laughs> and a linebacker can come get that. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, a safety can come get that. So what time he'll learn. C.J. Stroud, he, he took a loss to the Ravens. It, he wasn't uh, he wasn't as bad as he was in his uh, in his uh, preseason game. He threw a pick right there, but he was sacked five times and fumbled once. But he did throw for uh, twenty eight to forty four, two hundred forty two passing yards. And then I mentioned Anthony Richardson with two hundred twenty three passing yards and two touchdowns, one passing, one rushing. Also did have an interception that was timely. Tyson Campbell kind of sealed the deal for the Jaguars with that. Um, but he had about 50 or so uh, rushing yards. He did have 65% completion percentage, and it was 24 out of 37 completions. So that set a Colts franchise record for uh, a, court, a rookie quarterback's completions, number of completions in a debut with 24. So shout out to him. Um, I'm I got... interested. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say um... – one thing I'm interested in to see, because you mentioned Bryce Young um, in that game anyway, uh, Falcons did pull off the 24-10 win. Kyle Pitts, though, um, what the fuck is up with him? He didn't he didn't eclipse any 100-yard game last year. Um, 44 yards yesterday. I get last year you had Mar- you had Mariota. I get you had Mariota last year. Now you're working into Desmond Ritter. Your first season, though, you kind of broke out. And then slowly but shorty, uh, shorty, surely, Last year, Mariota, I get it. This year, first game, uh, he's a big piece, and it doesn't look like he's. 
I don't want to say contributing, but <laughs> contributing in a sense. I'm, I mean, ball. yeah. Just don't pass the ball. This it just doesn't happen. Like, the ball doesn't leave the quarterback's hand unless it's like this. <laughs> or it's to the side to a running back. Like, even Drake London had, like, this many catches. Like, they, they just 15, don't 15. throw. It's just not in the playbook. So, very concerning is the quarterback situation in Atlanta. And the GM... The GM's decision um, on draft picks. I mean, so Kyle Pitts' rookie year, was that Matt Ryan's last year in Atlanta? Okay. I mean, Matt Ryan, the season vet, knows how to get the ball to his fucking tight end, right? Knows how to know, yeah, knows how to get a guy open, throw a guy open, you know what I'm saying, and do all those things. First of all, the Falcons should have never drafted Kyle Pitts with the number four pick of the draft. That was the number four pick? Yeah. Yeah. Right, so should have never happened. Shout out to him for being as good as he was or, you know, in college and getting that spot. But Falcons, you don't have a quarterback. You didn't have a number one wide receiver at the time. What was the idea behind that? All right, cool. You do it, whatever. Then you go and draft Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati, not to <laughs> knock his game and say, you know, you didn't use your first round draft pick on him, I get it. But this year, you have the seventh pick of the draft, and CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson are gone. I do get it. So you're kind of in that in that purgatory type of, who do we take? We got to go best available, and you take B. John Robinson. Again, I'm not knocking the pick as far as the talent and the skill, but is you you do have Tony Algier, and, and Bijan who is good, who is good. What is Bijan Robinson going to contribute to the Atlanta Falcons organization that says, you know what, now we're way better. You know, so it's it's a lot of front office mistakes, and then going back to what Ev was saying, scheme and coaching, like whether that's not getting the right play calls uh, drawn in or that's not trusting your quarterback to go downfield with the ball or him not being able to digest that or a defense, somebody is to blame for the Falcons or for Kyle Pitts' lack of success, I should say. That's where we started this. Because Kyle Pitts, you throw him on the fucking Chiefs and he'll play like Kelsey. You throw <laughs> you throw Kyle Pitts, you know, even – on the Eagles, on the on the on the Bills, you know, on 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 a team like that, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that Kyle Pitts is going to contribute at a All Pro, Pro Bowl type of rate. And put him uh, in New England, Mac Jones might look like a superstar. That's hilarious. That's <laughs> hilarious. Put him in uh, put him in uh, Vegas, man. Fucking Jimmy G, <laughs> let it rip. They just let go of Waller. It's also a symptom of, of a lot of a lot of teams in the NFL, like. There's not a ton of good quarterbacks in the league right now. There's not a lot of high-end quarterbacks. So a lot a lot of what you see, there's so much scheming around the lack of having a top-tier quarterback um, that is a lot of running, bootleg plays, option plays, RPO plays, because they don't have quarterbacks who are able to kind of make those decisions in the pocket. And there's just so many of that in the NFL because either – you're doing one of two things. You're out. You're out there with a, with a mediocre quarterback, or you're out there with a highly drafted quarterback that's really 
not super duper talented yet yeah or doesn't understand the game speed yet so we're going to see probably this year more than ever with there being the three starting quarterbacks because cj stroud anthony richardson bryce young um those guys you add in whoever's starting for the falcons you could throw in the giants into that mix as well just a lot of coaching that's kind of making up for poor quarterback Man, I, it's 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 a transitional period that we're going through where the greats have kind of gone, the new guys are becoming great in front of our eyes, and then we have a young generation that are trying to become established in this league. Um, I'll tell you this: y'all mentioned his name earlier. Y'all joked on his name earlier. Uh, I say y'all. I'm I'm gonna talk about Ev, but um. No, nah, it was y'all. It was y'all. Both of y'all did. Y'all brought up two end of concussions. But guess what? Yeah, I, like <laughs> I didn't say, hey, hey, I didn't say y'all don't like him. I didn't say you don't think he's not going to be a top tier team. I the I Dolphins. I'm just not sure if you ask him to count to like 114, he'll get there. You know what I mean? Like, like his, his, his brain is against the We're here. Too, too many times, so. We're here. But that didn't stop him from throwing. 466 yards and three touchdowns uh, versus the Chargers. And and I think it's something we need to stare at because I believe he was a number six pick of the draft and Justin Wait, Herbert so was a number five pick. Hey, <laughs> Justin, Herbert, <laughs> Justin Herbert did play in this game and did play and throw for 228 yards, only had one touchdown on a day on a 34-point game. Uh, which is kind of alarming. But, I mean, Tua was getting the ball out of his hands, hitting guys in stride, showing people that he can hit the deep ball, like Ev said, um, and that he is a very cerebral and smart quarterback. I mean, Tua doesn't – he's never been the guy who's going to make mistakes to lose you the game. He obviously did it last year versus Green Bay on Christmas Day where it was just kind of like – if it happens, you look at him like – what the fuck was that? Like, how how'd that happen? I mean, you look at Josh Allen and, I mean, four turnovers, that's been his M.O. since he's become a quarterback um, and his decision-making has been questionable. Tua Tagovailoa is a great decision-maker and takes very good care of the football. So when he does throw those interceptions, you wonder, hmm, he must not have saw that or, hmm, what went wrong there, right? And uh, I'm I'm looking forward to the Dolphins getting off to a good start this season. They've got the Patriots next week on Sunday Night Football, national primetime road game versus a great defense, as I mentioned. But that offense should have a day. And I don't think the Patriots are going to be able to keep up with them. I think they'll get their stops here and there and make plays. But ultimately, it'll Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle and, and, uh, and, and, and crew and the Patriots will be always historic, historically struggled with the Miami Dolphins. Even, even especially at, at home, they've always even at home. Yep. Um, I we haven't seen a Patriots Dolphins Sunday night game in a while. Nah, yeah, I don't, this is a pretty right? Matchup there. Right, uh, that sounds fun. Um, then they go Broncos, Bills, Giants. So, the way depending on the way the season kind of shapes up for these first few weeks as we try to get Ev back, um, you know. Those Broncos, they might just continue to be the same old Broncos. You know what I mean? Um, 
Sean Sean Payton and Russell Wilson having their having their thing, but man, I'm not too sure. So I, I'm excited for the Dolphins. They can come out of here three and two, four and one, possibly five and zero oh if they beat the Giants as well. Sounds crazy, but they do have the talent on the roster to do so. Uh, Ev, do we have your audio as well, or did yeah, we lose you your audio? audio? I just got to grab my my phone, uh, my laptop charger. You know, I always got some janky shit going on. Hey man, we—that's part of that dad life, bro. We appreciate it. Trust me, it brings a little flair to the show. Um, oh man, let me uh, let me ask you guys a question here. Based on week one, give me an overreaction. You know what? It's not a question. Just give me an overreaction based on what you've seen in week one. <laughs> My overreaction was that the Jets season is over. Okay, I can see that. Um, I would probably say that my overreaction would possibly be something about the Bengals need to be put on alert right now. I need an overreaction. 14 out of 31 from Joe Burrow. I mean... Uh, Bengals, Bengals don't make the playoffs this year. Okay, EP. I'm uh, Ev. What you got? I need an overreaction based on what you see in Week One. Uh, my overreaction: Eagles regression season. I think they take a step back. I don't think they win the division. I think they still make it to the playoffs, but there might be. They might. They won. They lost both coordinators. You know that. <laughs> uh, they lost Steichen. They lost Gannon. I think there's going to be adjustment there. And I think uh, the teams in the division in the NFC, they're going to come in with the number one uh, strength of schedule now. They're going to play way harder teams. And I think there's going to be Eagles regression this season. Hey, you know what my reaction is to y'all uh, overreactions? You motherfuckers. Because... <laughs> no, <Nah>, look... <laughs> look. <laughs> It's just funny how y'all 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 went for um you went for a division rival Ev. <laughs> You're like fucking Eagles. Which no 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 wait 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 it it makes sense because what you're saying is true and I and both of y'all. And then EP goes after you know his beloved Bengals. You know how much he loves Cincinnati as a Chiefs fan over there. So it was just funny to me that y'all brains on the spot when I put y'all on the spot, y'all like Ooh, I see. I'm gonna kick a motherfucker while he's down. Started, right yeah, there. we started yeah. hating. <laughs> we started hating. Big hate. Is Big the hate. Miami Dolphins one seed? Yeah. So wow. my initial my initial overreaction was uh was Jet season is over. Um, my react my overreaction now taking a step back and looking at everything. Is that oh man? The Packers are gonna win the division. Yeah, I'm rolling. I'm rolling. I'm with it 100 percent And and you know what? Ryan, as as much train? as I as much hey yo. As much as Pause. I, hey, yo, hey, yo. <laughs> that was crazy. Hey, fucking yo. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> but as much as, uh, as much as I do like and, and appreciate the Lions and their brand and what they do every week, and as 
tough as I think they're going to be, I can definitely see uh, a world where Jordan Love in his first year as a Packers starting quarterback with this division in front of him, um, you know, the Bears could be this bad, but I was told the Bears are going to be so good this year and and they're going to be, you know, all this shit. Do that. I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it, but I did hear it. I did hear it. Um, <laughs> Fuck, don't do that. Throw so. Fields in there as one of those other quarterbacks I was talking about that you have to overcompensate with the game plan because you can't throw it. Like, <laughs> nah, it's true. It's true. Oh my god, it's true. Uh, let's let's quick because we're gonna we're gonna record Thursday. We'll be back Thursday. Uh, we might even have Ev join us Thursday as well. Um, let's let's have an outlook. We got some good primetime games this weekend we got a doubleheader on monday night next week saints panthers it's a divisional game you know we want to see if bryce young can come back from you know what i mean from a from a struggle day he's going to be home opener and then we got brown steelers at eight o'clock are the steelers going to go down oh two uh are the browns going to make a statement or are the browns just going to kind of go back to being cleveland and and you know get caught up we also got Thursday night football with the Eagles and the Vikings in a uh, rematch of last year's primetime game they had. So hopefully that's a good game. And then Sunday night, as I mentioned, we got the Dolphins-Patriots. So, And that's in Foxborough. So we, we have a, a stacked primetime lineup, and that leaves us with uh, games like Raiders-Bills, Ravens-Bengals, Chiefs-Jaguars. It's going to be a, a rematch of that uh, AFC divisional game. We're going to get a Colts-Texans. We'll get to see the number two and the number four overall pick. Seahawks-Lions, Giants-Cardinals. Obviously, the Giants want to get a win because uh, they got embarrassed last week. Or some fucking points on the board. <laughs> Jets-Cowboys as well, um, I think will be interesting because a team like the Cowboys should should mop this Jets team uh, – with that quarterback, right? If Zach Wilson plays like he did tonight, it's going to be a long day for the Jets. So, obviously, I don't see Cowboys going and putting up 40 on that defense, uh, but 25, 27 might be enough to beat them. So, we got a, we got an interesting week. Um, before we get out of here, I did want to talk about some college football, and then you guys, obviously, with closing thoughts, whatever you guys want to get off your chest, but – um man we got to give credit to the miami hurricanes you know it, it was a a huge day for starting quarterback tyler van dyke he's the first uh quarterback in miami hurricanes history to throw for five touchdowns against a ranked opponent so shout out to him um he had a 374 yard night 21 of 30 and xavier restrepo had uh I think he had six catches for like over 100 yards six for 126 jacoby george though i mean listen to this jacoby george out of shallow side lauder hill florida Ryer county he's a guy that i'm very high on uh, and he muffed a punt early in the game and it, and it was it was one of those that could have really set a tone for the rest of the game and last year versus texas a&m we muffed a punt as well and that set the tone for the game so special teams was a big thing last year. We start the game on fourth down, get a get a punt blocked, put them in great field position, and then we muff a punt, put them in great field position. Jacoby George then has a great route, runs a post, 
think he ran a corner post or a post and was wide open. It, the throw was a little long, but he dropped the ball, and it was just like, man, I mean, that's that's two plays, you know, that, that put your team in, in a negative situation where you could have had points on the board and secured a possession for us. Um, but he came out, didn't put his head down, stayed, uh, stayed with it, had five catches, 94 yards, and three touchdowns. So shout-out to Jacoby George for staying with it. Shout-out to the Miami Hurricanes defense. Um, this Texas A&M quarterback, uh, he, Connor Wigman, didn't have an interception in his career all last year. Threw for 330 yards, two touchdowns, but was intercepted twice. So shout-out to Cam Kitchens and to Corey Couch getting those interceptions. And late in the game, we saw Cam Kitchens go down with uh, with like a head injury, man. It was a scary sight. You know, he's our best defender. And uh, it was it was a good blowout win. We're winning 48 points on the board, and the, all the energy gets sucked out because he's on the field, you know, not even moving. Um, and you know, everybody was on the and field. That's a first so. round hopeful too, Cam Kitchen. Exactly, exactly. So you know, they said that all tests were clear. He's doing all right. He's in good spirits. He doesn't need to play this week. We got Bethune Cookman on Thursday. We'll take care of business. Uh, Bethune's getting Cookman. <laughs> you know that. You know that. The only thing they you know what's is the halftime show. You know what's funny is that I saw that we had them on the schedule next. And, like, we, you know, we get Bethune Cookman every year. So it's, you know, the, yeah. the little, the little, I don't want, you know, I was going to get real disrespectful, but I can't do it to an HBCU. So, um, what you say, a little payout? <laughs> I was gonna say a little charity work, but I didn't want to say it like little that. Little charity work, man. <laughs> but we always get them now. Nah, real talk, we always get them. Uh, like you know, the first game of the year, and it's interesting that we're charity up two zero now. Crazy. And uh, yeah, it is. And then we get them, you know, third game of the year. It's like a little bye week, really. Shit, crazy. Right, right. A little free win. It's like the bingo card, the middle free. Right. So and and listen, I mean. You never want to, you know, look down on your opponent. We're not the players in the locker room, so we don't got to worry about it. But, you know, it's Bethune, so we know the yeah, vibes. Hopefully, we don't let them score. Don't let them start running hope. around like uh, Deion Jr. talking about, it's just names, man. It's just names. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, the university, <laughs> the, the Miami, Miami University's quarterback said that the real Miami was in Ohio. There it Came is. out and, and got popped, so. Uh, it's not how that works. Um, speaking of speaking of Colorado and and uh, Prime and all of them boys, they were able to get a win against uh, Nebraska, and so you know, Coach Matt Rule got fired from Carolina, went back to college. They say he's way better college coach. They're zero two now, in Nebraska, and Colorado with Dion, Coach Prime, Shador Sanders, Travis Hunter. Dylan Edwards, 2-0. And if we look ahead, uh, EP, can you pull up Colorado's schedule? It's week five if you want to know when they play USC. I no, already yeah, have yeah, I just want to know. <laughs> That's hilarious. I want to know who they got next week. They uh, have, uh, I'll tell you right now, it's pulling up. They uh, actually got uh, Colorado State at the crib. <clears throat> okay, so that's a dub. And then who? <laughs> Colorado State, and then they go to Oregon, which is going to be a fun game. And okay, then so that's where it starts getting starts yeah. getting real when they start getting them Pac-12 games in. So 
I mean, yeah. th- this game was a little sloppy on on Shador Sanders and Colorado's, you know, and they, he had a good game, 393 yards and two touchdowns. But just watching it, he he uh, it looked a little sloppy. Um, Travis Hunter only had 73 yards on three catches, but uh, Xavier Weaver was was the star of the show. He went out and had uh, 10 catches for 170 yards and a touchdown. I just, I just every week want to shout out and spotlight Colorado, and you know, I'm, I'm super happy for what Dion's able to do to that program, and and have his son, you know what I mean, uh, trying to grow in the ranks of a top five pick, you know what I mean? When he's I really, eligible. I really, I really enjoyed his, uh, his Dion shuffle at, at, uh, at yeah. right after his rushing touchdown. That was cool. That was nice to see. Um, I know it's Nebraska, but I got to give credit to uh, Colorado's O line because they were giving Shador all the time in the world. Like I want the the first touchdown he threw, they only rushed three, which means they literally sat back. They they just brought back everybody and were like throw it against us. You know what he did? He fucking threw a touchdown against you. Threw it over your entire team. So yep. it's, it's 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 a it's a beautiful thing. I'm really enjoying his post game pressers as well. He's like, yo, all this did you know. The disrespect niggas is standing in front of the middle of the field on top of the logo that we wasn't going. Now they want to make peace. Now Matt Rule <laughs> want to make peace. He said, "Now you want to make beautiful. peace." This is beautiful. He didn't know what time it was when he was showing off the watch. He, he knew what time it was for them boys. That was fire. That was fire. Um, and then and then on the west coast of things, if I could just transition. I mean, I, obviously Colorado is on the west side, but it ain't the west coast. You feel me? It ain't Southern California. It ain't palm trees and breeze. You feel me? So <clears throat> it's a Heisman candidate over there who 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 won the Heisman last year Caleb and is going Yama. for Caleb Yama. right. And he's going for the back to back this year. I mean, listen, this guy obviously Stanford. You know, not the not the not the biggest challenge. Uh, it's not the hardest game to win on the schedule, but. Uh, it's 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 putting forth an effort that will you know catapult your Heisman uh, candidacy higher and higher week in and week out. When you look at these games that you're supposed to win and you're supposed to ball in, a guy like Caleb William does exactly that. I mean, they had 49 points at the half uh, versus Stanford. And fun fact, it's not even a fun fact, just a fucking fact. But this is the last time that. USC plays Stanford for, I imagine, a substantial amount of time because that Pac-12 conference will be gone, and uh, Pac uh, Stanford will be in the ACC. USC is going to the Big Ten. It's going to be a shakeup. Um, so you're going to see teams like Ohio State versus USC, Illinois versus USC, which is kind of crazy, but. Uh, it's the direction that college football is headed, uh, whether we like it or not. So when we're playing NCAA 24 next year, you're going to have to try to win the Big Ten if you're USC uh, instead of that Pac-12. I mean, I, I missed the Pac-10. They made it to Pac-12, and now it's the fucking Pac-0. It's packed Ooh. up is what the fuck it is. <laughs> <laughs> Pack them up. That's facts. He threw for three touchdowns, 281 yards, only had two incompletions, didn't even finish the game. I think he came out in the third or the fourth quarter. Uh, I just wanted to really highlight the fact that, uh, you know, they're, they're doing what they've got to do 
Um, and they play, let me double check. USC goes to, got it right here. They go to Arizona State next week. Uh, excuse me, they're on a bye next week. And then they go to Arizona State on the 23rd. And then they play Colorado. And Colorado is at uh, number 18. They're ranked number 18 now. So. Yeah, the showdown is September 30th. This is going to be very, 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 very interesting. I hope that this is a prime time ABC 7. Oh, it can't be 730. Oh, yeah. Uh, Colorado. I mean, I don't know how they it's do the mountain time. Games. time so it's, yeah, it's, it's not it's not locked in what the time is. So there's a good chance that might be a, a prime time game. Yeah, I love how college football doesn't lock in the times until like the week of. Yeah. Um, so we'll let you know. Yeah, <laughs> We'll do we have you know. any uh do we have any closing thoughts, gentlemen? Anything we want to get off our chest? I got a couple. Evan, you got any? Um I think it's gonna be uh, a real funky NFL season. I think there's gonna be a lot of weird teams in the mix. Uh especially I feel like a lot of teams get to hang around a lot longer since they've moved the schedule to 17 games as opposed to 16. Um, right. With Rodgers getting hurt, um, I didn't have the best get into the playoffs with Rodgers. <laughs> so, but he, yo, um, that's not, crazy. But now they got Zach Wilson, and they, uh, you know, they Super Bowl contenders. They have enough to carry. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. There's enough to carry, and in, if the Bills are weaker, which is what I noticed today, I could see a scenario in which they sneak in. But I think NFL wise, um, there's going to be a lot of funky mixes, a lot of weird quarterbacks in prominent positions. Um, so that's going to be fun. Basketball is coming around the corner. We're going to see what that looks like. Um, you know, some teams are in holding patterns, Julian, uh, waiting on some stuff. Um, they said two weeks, bro. No, Give it two weeks. And there's, and there's no clear contender. So that's always fun. I always like when things are wide open. Um, also, uh, hey, yo. <laughs> that boy is a demon. <laughs> Stay new to your dogs and uh, wear protection. That's really all I got. <laughs> Yo, the wide open. Hey, by wild. the way, before EP gets us out of here, uh, I do want to say, you know what? Coco Golf, shout out to Coco Golf, shout out to Novak Djokovic, winning Yay. the U.S. Open. Um, you know, the those are true champions right there. And uh, I did want to bring this up. EP, you're lucky, all right? You're fucking lucky. You're the fucking uh, fucking Yankees ain't get to play my fucking socks and get their fucking socks tossed uh, playing goddamn Boston in the fucking Fenway Park, all right? Fucking Yankees, all right? Uh, it would have been a fucking it would have been a fucking sweep. It would have been a fucking sweep. Like you three owed the fucking bookie, you would have fucking got sweep like motherfucking. New York lights out in the fucking in the fucking uh, Great Depression or, or, or 2008, whenever the fucking hey, listen, recession man. era. I might All be right? the last. I might be the worst team, but you down there as the second worst team as well. So we're at the same party right now, buddy. But the problem is we shouldn't be. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget about that one. <laughs> hey, you know, man. That's like if, if if January comes around and I'm like, yo, the fucking Chiefs suck. And you're like, yeah, so do the Colts. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not, <laughs> it's not how it works. <laughs> I think that's a bad comparison. But um, it is. 
<laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, uh, a couple quick shout outs. Uh, this is just week one Chris NFL shoutouts. Oh, yes, please. All right, cool. So Chris Jones, um, I, we haven't heard about money yet, but apparently the words that it's it's uh, it's some good incentives. They probably told him if he averages like two tackles a game, we're giving an extra like eight million dollars or something. <laughs> <One year's> <laughs> deal, though, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a it's a one year resign. So he saw my my boy said he saw he saw us take that L and uh, he's like, all right, nah, 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 chill, chill, chill. We're coming back, coming back. Um Week one shout-outs, Matthew Stafford, uh, 24 for 38, 334 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Uh, second most pass yards in the game without a touchdown or a pick. Uh, Tyreek Hill, 11 receptions, 215 yards, two touchdowns. Third most reception yards in week one game in NFL history. Uh, and then Tony Pollard, 14 carries. Sorry, bud. 14 carries, 70 rushes, 70 rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns. First Cowboy with two rushing touchdowns in week one since 2008. Can y'all tell me who that running back in 2008 for the Cowboys was? Yes, that was DeMarco Murray. That was Marion Barber, but. Marion Barber? <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Was Marion, uh... That was the year before DeMarco yeah, Murray, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. Man, yeah, yeah. rest. Uh... RIP, Marion Barber. Yeah, yeah, I was just gonna yeah. say that, man. That was my match. Sure, I know, I knew all the rosters that year, like, like we were talking about earlier. Yo, Mary, that's a fact. Number twenty-four, right? <laughs> yeah, number twenty-four. He was a oh, monster. He, he had like ninety-six trucking. And we'll get um, we'll get EPL on Thursday, but uh, Neymar, shout out to Neymar, becoming Brazilians' all-time leading scorer, passing Pele, even with all the bullshit and the uh, distractions and the whining. He's still enshrined as amongst one of the greats at this point. So shout out to Neymar becoming Brazil's all-time leading scorer. Facts. Um, I do want to, you know, take the time to say, God dang, it sucks that J.K. Dobbins can't catch a break toward his Achilles yesterday. Um, and they're saying that Cameron Hayward, all-pro defensive tackle, suffered a groin injury in the first half last night, uh, last afternoon, and uh, he could miss several weeks. So... Gonna be some interesting things to you know tap in with. Uh, we've got another show coming up this Thursday, so catch us there. We will uh, also be on EP Spaces. How the fuck? Damn, yeah, we folded. That's crazy. I that I just now thought about that for the first time. Um, yeah, we so folded. this week, all right, well, next. Next this week, space is Sunday, seven thirty to eight thirty. I'll be on there. Fuck them. Yeah, so, I'll uh, try, EP's but I'll be in Italy, be, so we'll see. AP's gonna be in another time zone, damn near on another planet over there in in uh, Venice or so, or, or Nice, or <laughs> all around, everywhere but nowhere. You're you gonna heard? be looking like Denzel. You gonna be looking like Denzel Equalizer, Ricardo. You gotta go watch that though. If you ain't see that Equalizer three. Shout out to Denzel, man. He go get it back in blood. Yo, Ev, we appreciate you, man, coming on, taking the time. You and you and uh, you know, all 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 the whole gang, I'll say. We always appreciate you. Small town EP, yeah, yeah, three up, three down. Like be out of my way. I got, I got my ISO space to do my thing, so it all worked out swimmingly. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, also, Kevin Porter Jr. Bum ass. Get him the fuck out of here. 
That's it. <laughs>